All right. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. Um, I'm here. It is early in the a.m. I, cool, I just spilled all of this iced tea that I had in my backseat of my car, so that's, that's fucking great. That's fantastic. Um, so I'm going to have to clean that soon, which is great. Let me put my drink in my cup holder. I shouldn't even be moving around. I should be stationary like I usually do. It's only 1038, so you guys already know this isn't going to be the last you hear from me. Uh, I really just wanted a chance to just sit back and vibe. You know what I mean? I tend to go in a lot with my podcast. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, I, uh, been putting in a lot of work, not just with the podcast, but literally work. A lot of the times that I record, it's at nighttime. So when I get an opportunity or what I feel in the spirit to record during the daytime, then, you know, I'll do so. It's just when the morning comes, you guys know that it's free range for me. I go off of a lot of different things. Tonight, uh, we're going through an article (coughs) of different types of women. So apparently there's alpha, beta bitches and all this shit. I didn't know this. I've heard the term um, like alpha when it came to women. But it's always, like, the complete opposite. Like, an alpha chick is just a gold digger. If you really think about it, like, a go-getter, a female go-getter is, like, a prostitute. You know what I mean? Or she'll sell her image for money. That would be considered an an alpha quality for certain men. Um, For me, it's entirely different. I genuinely believe that women are women. Doesn't make them good. Doesn't make them bad. Just makes them women. Now, unfortunately, and ironically enough, women don't view men as just men. He's a provider. He's attractive. He's a stud. Or he's a pushover. He's beta. He's the fallback plan. The fallback guy. The fallback guy. In most cases, this is the fallback guy. A man who's been. uh, A man who's even been. uh, Rejected are downright played by a female, right? And this is the story that you constantly hear about. You see these guys, they come up. Like all of us, we pretty much start off with nothing. Like, that's the story. We start off with nothing. We literally have to build our way up 
from the ground up. Um, women are not participating in uh, helping build, quote unquote, build with a man. They want to build off of a man. Right. And they don't they really don't want to build off with a beta male. They want to build with an alpha male. But they know a lot of them aren't capable. They're not capable of getting a quote unquote alpha male to commit. So she goes through what I call the activities of sport fucking in hopes to uh to find this quality man who's willing to allow her to build off of him. Doesn't happen, right? Now, what does seem to happen is these guys who would be seen as beta began to better themselves, or maybe they were already in a good position. They just didn't have the attitude. They just didn't have um, the charisma to really be appealing to women. They may have already had the money. And these women know that because these broads know what they're pursuing. You see, like, I still, I'm still blown away by our society when it comes to single mothers. On one hand, they're the victims. They're doing things all by themselves. They're doing things all alone. But then again, it's their responsibility. So once men, once guys started pointing out the responsibilities or the irresponsibilities or lack thereof responsibilities, all of a sudden, these women talk about, well, we're proud. Single mothers, we're proud. So you're proud to be raising bastard children. Right? No, you're not. No, you're not. We try to light this fucking blunt, man. You guys already know what time it is for me. Well, it's 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 quarter to eleven. Um, you guys know how I get down. You guys know the fuckery. You know when it's time to blaze. I look for the homie Nate, and Nate is usually there for the uh. With the assist, Nate Dog is is blessing me with the assist from heaven above. Yeah, I had to like this blunt, but look the the quote unquote beta males, right? They come, they they are always around. But these women, they don't notice them. These niggas get some money in their pocket. They get a career. They get a nice car. And these women look at these same men who they've turned their back on previously as security blankets. The fallback guy. Keep in mind, the fallback guy is real. I want you to put... All these words together. Fall back guy. What's after fall? Winter, right? What's after what's after fall? 
fallback guy. Wintertime. Right? The fallback guy is a guy who is selected the last minute by bitches. These are the guys who had to go through the ups and downs. They had to go without watching these bitches sport fuck any another any 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 guy available or any guy who can fit the price tag that she has. These women have objectified themselves. They have electronically put themselves out there on these internet streets. These women have put themselves on OnlyFans. These women are damn near, uh, she's one Snapchat away from being on Pornhub. One. Motherfuckers will go on this bitch, <coughs> go on these bitches' profiles. They got a link. You hit that link, what is it? Boom. IG. She's an IG model, so she has her little picture gallery. You go on her IG model, go on her IG account, because she's the IG model. She has a cash app. Hmm, what's that for? I wonder. You know, as if, as if niggas are... That fucking stupid to not put two and two together. Like I said, these women are one Snapchat video, one TikTok video away from being on this. That's what they're destined for. We keep putting our energy towards these women. And I want you guys to pay attention because a lot of women are going to try to point this out. When shit really, really starts to pop off, with this movement, these women are going to try to make me seem hypocritical because they will tell me that if I'm not focused on women, then why do I speak on it? These bitches don't understand we're in the manosphere. We're in the manosphere. Now, I'm not no dickhead or some costume alpha who will sit back and say, well, if a woman comes on here, she has to follow the rules and regulations. If not, I'm going to ban her. Listen, don't be a faggot, okay? Sincerely, do not be a fag. Don't be um, a weak pile of sticks. And I mean that terminology in that, in that particular method or in that particular variation instead of the homosexual uh, derogatory term. Remember when... And I want to make this point, too, before I continue, because y'all niggas know it's the morning time. We we not even organized right now. Um, I remember when motherfuckers used to say the word nigger, like white people and shit would say the word nigger and they would say, no, that means ignorant. I remember slapping a kid so hard in his face that he just dropped for like two seconds. He dropped. <sighs> And I just, and I was like, is this motherfucker serious? Like, a white, see, like, see me, if you're going to say nigger, know what the fuck it means. Don't hit me with the N-word. Don't hit me with the N-bomb, um, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, that's just like your everyday religious um, conservative white guy. You know, and he said it, like, I'm looking at this nigga, like, what the, 
I just slapped him. I couldn't help it. You're not going to say that shit around me. See, I got, look. A lot of y'all niggas ain't going to like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it any fucking way. I got white boys that, that have the nigga, the nigga pass. They can use that word around me. They can use that terminology around me. They can use spook, coon, jungle bunny, spear chucker. They can use all these words if they want around me. It's reminding them that, listen, those other niggas, a.k.a. everybody else besides me, oh, you don't want to use that shit around them. <laughs> See, me, it's all in the light of humor. We came up sort of laughing at racism or laughing at this idea that you can't go somewhere, you can't do something because of what you are and who you are. Man, fuck all that shit. We grew up skateboarding. You know, me and my cousin, uh, my other cousin, now that I think about it, at a time where it, it just wasn't really known. Like, niggas knew, like, Kareem Campbell, Stevie Williams. Shout out to Stevie Williams. You guys may know the company, uh, DGK, the company that a lot of these rappers, they wear the clothing and they don't know the, they don't know what it breaks down to. It's actually Dirty Ghetto Kids, DGK, which is funny. It's very funny because it's actually something, when it came out, that most white kids from the suburbs wore a company called Dirty Ghetto Kids. So, like, it's, out, it's, it's about being outside the box. Like, even dating, like, I feel sorry, and I sincerely feel sorry for the everyday black man who is looking for a black woman. I feel sorry for those men. And it's not because all of these bitches are out of pocket and all these bitches are useless. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that the man who's working, the man who's actually organized, the man who is driven is actually the man who is least seeked after. He is the least seeked after. The Pookies, the Ray Rays, all these other niggas and products of single motherhood, these thugs will be selected before the thinking man is selected. That's the reality. It's the cold hard truth. Now, for me, I don't feel that effect until I didn't feel that effect until recently. I realized I was in a different time in my life. So dealing with the same type of women, that just wasn't really going to sit well with me. And I made that decision earlier on. Like, if anything, like I said, I would just be single for years. And I remember saying this shit, 2017. 2017, I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I'll just, if I have to, I'll just be single. Try to stack as much money as possible. Um, not deal with too many folks because a lot of niggas is on some bullshit. And a lot of these women are out of pocket. <clears throat> so, that, like I said, I didn't feel the effect of what I'm saying where when you are the everyday working class dude, you're not seen or, or acknowledged in the same way as a nigga who doesn't put in any work. It's like bizarro world. 
this is why I usually talk about black men and the effects of dealing with single mothers being brought up in the single mother environment, knowing the dangers, knowing what, what it was like to grow up without a father. Now, there's a weird dynamic, right? I feel that a lot of these men uh, who are products of the single mother environment, I feel that these men are almost destined to try and fix something. They want to fix something. So they come across a broken bitch. The broken bitch cannot be put back together. A broken bitch cannot be reassembled. A broken bitch is broken. Whatever decisions, whatever choices she made in her life that made her a single mother means that she is now broken. She now created a broken household. Now, the reason why I say that she created all of this shit is because women are the gatekeepers of sex. Women, females are the gatekeepers of sex. Men are gatekeepers of the relationships. Shout out to Rolo Tomasi. So this probably explains why alpha fucks and beta bucks, because with women, it became a strategy. It's a strategy of trying to take advantage of the most good-looking, attractive men as possible in hopes to find a relationship. But in all actuality, in the back of her mind, she already knows that she has this cooped-up beta man, beta boy, and he's not even a male or a man. He's, like, non-developed. He has the same... Um, he has the same lack of drive and determination as a lazy, everyday, modern-day woman. An everyday, lazy, non-determined, non-motivated, stereotypically loud, stereotypically rude, stereotypically an embarrassment to her family, to her community, we won't even get into race because that is a, it's a topic of itself. And like I said, I'm not here to try to shut that, try to shut shit down early in the morning. That's why I'm not playing too much uh, sound right now. We 20 minutes in, my phone is telling me I'm running out of storage. So why, so while I'm recording, I have to decide what video do I not want to, hmm, let me see. Yeah. Shout out Minister Jap, man. Uh, shout out Steph is Cold. Shout out Better Bachelor. Shout out Coach Greg Adams. Shout out Donovan Sharp. You know, I have to say this. Even though these guys are in hot water, I have to give a shout out to Fresh and Fit. Now, here's a reason why I'm giving a shout out to Fresh and Fit. I didn't say anything that was too extreme on my end when it came to them. I was just being honest and saying that they're on some, they were on some bitch shit with the copyright shit. Now, with all that being said, Myron makes a lot of valid points. There's, there is 
what I've talked about a couple days ago is I can't be fully with someone and I can't be fully against someone if I don't know them personally. I can't be behind someone 100% if I don't know their strategy. If I'm not aware of what they're doing and what their cause is, I can't be 100% behind anybody. I just give a lot of credit where credit is due. Because you got a lot of fraudulent niggas out there who take information and try to make it theirs. I don't do shit like that. Anything that I've gotten from this podcast, which is a good amount, this is the Red Pill Party podcast. The party aspect is the topics, the stories, the content creators that influenced me and created this party atmosphere on the podcast. That's why I'm trying to come up with some more ideas, even with the sound clip shit or the with the soundboard. I've just seen so many people with a soundboard, so many people with, you know, that uh, fuck shit not wanting to get involved with it. So I didn't really waste any time. <clears throat> I didn't really waste too much energy, or, or at least I didn't waste too much unnecessary energy. Um, last night, I don't know if I explained this or not, which is weird. This was just like, um, this was just like the week before, where, um. Yeah, I'm gonna let that shit dry. Fuck it. Um, I, I guess went to sleep at twelve, twelve thirty. Right. I remember because I was listening to uh, Powerhouse. Is it pa- Clubhouse? My bad. I was listening to Clubhouse, and it was talking about some fuckery. They usually talk about bullshit, but it's like a guilty pleasure. I go home, watch a little Clubhouse, and then go to sleep. I lay down. Boom. I sleep for a good four hours. And when I say a good four hours, when I woke up, took a piss, and laid back down, I couldn't go back to sleep. So now I'm looking at my phone. It's like it's like um, 4.45, some shit like that. I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm going to do something. I'm not going to go outside. I'm not going to go anywhere. So I turn on my Xbox. <laughs> I turn on my Xbox One. And I uh, continue to play a game that is simply called Red Faction Guerrilla. Okay. Um, Remastered for the Xbox One and shit. So I'm playing that. Next thing I know, I look out the window, the sun is out. Or not the sun, well, it's lighter out. The sun is not out at this moment. Right? So I'm like, okay. The sun's out a little bit. Let me go on YouTube. I figure if I can go on YouTube, watch something for a couple of hours, then before I know it, it'll be like 8 30, 9 o'clock. I'll jump in the shower, do what I gotta do. I uh I wake up. Well, I didn't even wake up. I got out of bed, took a piss <clears throat> again, and then when I sat down, then I started getting tired. And I'm like, oh fuck. So, I looked at the time, and it was just 
short of 7 o'clock, maybe 6.45. So in two hours, I woke up, played video games, went on YouTube for a little bit. And then I just passed out. Luckily, I slept for only like two hours. So I've gotten a total of six hours of sleep. It's just I've got it. I've got it in such a um, unorthodox fashion. Um, I don't mind being up early, especially if I've gotten enough sleep. For me, it's just about the activity. I don't want to just wake up and play video games until it's time for me to go to work. So every now and then, I figure, fuck it. I record something in the morning. By the way, it is the 21st of December. Tuesday, the 21st of December. So, you know, Christmas is about four days shy. I'm sure a lot of us adults, it it always disturbs me. This is my thing. Like, if you have kids, that's completely different. As a person, you being in the holiday spirit, it's like you have to. That's why I'm blessed and I have children. I would tell them early, Santa Claus is a fucking myth, okay? Two fairies a myth. Don't believe this wicked mythology that we have going on here in this country. We're not... uh, 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 Thanksgiving, we're not celebrating that in a traditional fashion. Not within the means of this country, at least. Because it doesn't incorporate the actual people of this country. And I'm not going to go too deep into that. <clears throat> so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to not have kids. Especially with some hood booger bitch with nothing to offer. See, I know in a lot of ways what this, not the world, but what a big portion of women have to offer. I know. I've seen it take place firsthand. You see a lot more like uh, proposal rejections. If you pay attention, men, you will see on the internet a lot more uh, marriage rejections, proposal rejections by women. Now, I don't know what this is or why it's happening or who made it a trend. But there was a a black couple, and the man proposes to the woman, and everything looks good for the first 2.5 seconds. (coughs) First 2.5 seconds, it's like, oh, okay, everything's fine. She's about to say yes, it's going to be great. This bitch just went completely haywire this woman this black woman went completely haywire called this nigga a bum said he wasn't shit said that he needed to do better got up and just walked away from him this nigga still on his knees this is the next level of where we're at today as men and if, and if you really pay attention to this shit, you'll be able to pick up on certain things. 
certain patterns, certain things that women say compared to what women do. What women want compared to what women had. Right? See, these bitches can make the decisions and make mistakes and have poor judgment in men and still turn around and say men ain't shit. But what does your judgment have to say about yourself? See, a lot of women are afraid to ask themselves that question. So they project their negative energy towards a multitude of men, a lot of men who aren't responsible for your fuck ups and mistakes. And a lot of men today who simply won't tolerate it. You know what I mean? We just simply will not tolerate it going forward. So a lot of my shit, <clears throat> just just for future reference and just a warning, a lot of my shit is just raw, man. I needed some of this iced tea that I spilled on the fucking... Spilled in my back seat. Oh, I didn't go in my back seat, really, but I'm gonna have to clean this car out eventually, anyway. But you know, I I sit back sometimes, and I really try to analyze the environment, the environment of what we would call relationships today, compared to what society or the societal whorehouse thinks the women are in control when it comes to dating because the only person who benefits from it is women see if a guy knew that a woman was interested in him when he was going on a date it would be more meaningful on both ends but the problem is women get a cash grab from this guys have no strategy See, with me, if I can't talk and meet a woman face-to-face -face first before doing anything, I want nothing to do with the woman. Because I know nine times out of ten, she's materialistic. So she's, she has no interest in me, but my possibility. She has no interest in me, but my what she sees as potential in me. This is why I think women... in a lot of cases are quick to move on because really what a guy seeks in women is simple femininity simple femininity that's the one thing that a guy may seek out of a woman not even may a guy will seek femininity from a woman guys don't want bitches who are sparring partners <laughs> you know what I'm saying like Big body bitches that spot you at the gym. Like, a lot of guys don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So, I I try to be as direct and at the same time, subliminally indirect at the same time. So, the people who are in the know, they know. For the people who don't, they may have to hear it twice. Sometimes the shit is so nice, you got to hear it twice anyway. You know what I mean? 11.09 a.m., 33 minutes in, I was going to slow down a bit, but I figured, fuck it, we'll go another 30 minutes. Like I said, I'm getting 
a lot of these extra episodes out of the way. But I think this one I'm going to have. I'm going to have this one. Um, I'm going to definitely have this one. And I'm going to have... Um, the last one I did, I'm going to redo it. You know what I mean? The last one I did, I'm going to redo. Because... I don't feel I was as direct as I should have been. And I was talking specifically to the black community. I was doing my uh, due diligence as a melanated content creator. I don't align myself with anything black besides me. That is who I know and what I know the most is myself. Being melanated... I have uh, the vocab, the vernacular, the lingo, however you want to put it. You feel me? I have the soul, the essence of a melanated man. I don't need to say I'm a part of this black organization or I'm a black this or that. Unless we are talking about Panthers, I don't want to be black of anything. If we're bringing back the Panther Party, if we were bringing back the Panther Party, then yeah, I, you can align me with that. Going, and I'm not on no racist shit when I talk about Panther parties, because if people knew their history, they would know about the White Panthers. But a lot of people don't. You see, the White Panthers aren't in the history books. The Black Panthers aren't in the history books. Huey Newton is not in the history books. Just all of the dictators. All of the people who are, who are essentially bought and paid for in some way, shape, form, or fashion. See, a lot of people, and you can look at the conversations now within the red, black, and green sector, when they talk about the idea that people like Martin Luther King was a sellout, or they say things like Malcolm X was a sellout, and they, they just continuously go on. They won't talk about Minister Farrakhan. They won't talk about um, um, Al Sharpton. They won't talk about Jesse Jackson, but they have their selective few. This is the same thing that most niggas on the street would call selective politicking. You can't say one nigga's good and the other nigga's bad when both niggas are under the same operation, under the same umbrella, under the same fucking political party, under the same uh, fraternal order under the same brotherhood of however you want to put it. You know what I mean? You can't say something's bad, but it's good because somebody good does it. And see, that's the thing where women get things fucked up. Oh, you can't shame me because it's body positivity, but you need to go to the gym. You need to better yourself. See, these bitches gotten so lazy and so illogical that they make arguments like that or their claim to fame is a guy has to be six foot tall. Now, realistically speaking, if a woman cuts off at six feet tall, she's going to have a, a search on her hands. She's going to have a search on her hands or she's going to come back to fucking reality, realize she's not that fucking special to expect a man to be a specific way to begin with. Because look, like I said before, 
Men are more realistic when it comes to this shit. I said this before and I'll say it again without any problems. I'll deal with a bitch who's who is average or above average, who is obedient, who has a level of servitude, than a bitch who is problematic, um, just completely obsessed with herself and obsessed with her world around her. And this bitch can be an eight or a nine. I would easily pick the five or six. This is this is from me though, a thirty-three year old with life experiences. When you young niggas reach my age, you should have that same thought. Maybe different. Maybe. Maybe you got a lot of shit going on. Maybe you got a lot of money, so you expect these bitches to be on their best behavior. See, this is the problem. This leads me to my last point. This is the problem. Why is it that a bitch can go along, come along, I should say, talk about all of the expectations she expects from a man, and there is no judgment, no problem with that. But when a guy has a lot of money, when these so-called high-value men pull up and say they expect a bitch to have this, they expect a bitch to have her own house, they expect a bitch to have her home life, a social life, or at least a hobby, something to keep her busy and out of the drama and the fuckery. Or you're out. When a guy says this, oh, you're a misogynist, you're this, you're that, who gives a shit? If the same bitches who are going to the clubs every weekend, going to the bars every weekend, getting smashed by a multitude of men, Getting completely intoxicated, having all of these chemical dependencies, having all of these male dependencies, having all of these male issues stemming from the absence of her father. Why the fuck would I give a shit about any ill judgment from these type of women? I really need to know. Because, see, other than women, niggas really walk away. Like... Like guys really dipped. We didn't we didn't stick around. Like what the fuck? Like when men go in their own way, when I've heard about this, I kind of laughed at first. Because in my mind, I already saw this shit coming. And I already knew it was something else beforehand. But the fact that it became so popular that everybody wanted a piece of uh MGTOW, right? Everybody wanted, even a lot of red pill content creators went against MGTOW. For whatever reason, I don't fucking know. And I'm not one of those content creators. And I'm not going to participate in the fuckery and in the BS. You know what I mean? Shout out to Howard Dare. Shout out to um, the MGTOW monk, Hammerhand. I mean, shout out to all the MGTOW uh, content creators. Like I said, this is the red pill party. You know, this is the Manosphere Mansion that you are now. <laughs> this is the Manosphere Mansion, okay? It's an invisible mansion because it doesn't exist. It's a figment of you and I, you and I's imagination. We are in the Manosphere Mansion where luxury comes at a cost, okay? Luxury comes at a fucking cost. I'm on my uh, Dr. Disrespect shit. Luxury comes at a fucking cost. 
You can't get all the finer things in life taking shortcuts. Sure, you can try. Fucking around with the wrong niggas, you may end up somewhere. Fucking around with these police, you'll end up in jail. The luxury comes at a cost. And yeah, it does take money. But that cost doesn't necessarily break down to money. No. It does not. That cost breaks down to sacrifice. Uh, The level of sacrifice that you had to participate in to obtain that luxury. The sweat, right? In a lot of cases, blood. And in drastic times, tears. That is required for you to obtain that luxury. And once you get a piece of that shit, you don't even need the whole thing. You just, you get you get a little piece of that shit. And you set. You set. You got this guy, this guy over here is bugging. Man, I've been trying to get out of this bitch ever since I grew up in this bitch, man. And actually now more than ever I have I have more of the opportunity. Now I just have to make the sacrifice. I'm making certain changes, but you know, in the long run, I'm just trying to trying to get the fuck out of this place, get out of this state really. I hate Jersey. I love it, but I also hate it. I don't want to live in it. I would want to raise my children in it. You know what I mean? But I personally don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. That's why a lot of my information is is solid, but it's also like, it's a little half-ass, I know. Why would I go all the way in? I have no reason to. I'm good. I'm cool. <sighs> Got all this fucking lint on these fucking pants. I know that. Clean out that fucking dryer. Um, yeah, I'm about to wrap this shit up. But this will be uploaded just for the hell of it. You know what I mean? I wanted to do something light, even though this is close to 45 minutes, close to an hour. This is something light. Um, y'all already know. When the nighttime comes, I'm frying these bitches, man. The kitchen is open. I would say I would say the church, we still have service. We're going to still have service, but I'm going to make it a surprise. I'm not going to announce niggas when service is coming. When service comes, it, it's coming. You know what I mean? There's not going to be advertisements, even though I'm kind of hitting something already. But when the time comes for church, it's church. Uh, we're opening the kitchen. The kitchen is opening up. Right? And in the kitchen, we got frying pans. You know what I mean? We got crock pots. Shit. We got um, we got the stew pot. The big ass witch stew type of... Uh, <laughs> we, we over here casting spells and cooking bitches right now. You bitches are defeated anyway. And see, this is a problem. Like Something that a lot of guys don't want to acknowledge. And I think that is the harder part about... The harsh realities of the red pill is 
most of the women you come across going forward, they're not going to do much for you. Um, especially if you were um, already in relationships with women and you've just came across red pills and you've consumed them daily, you will reach a point in your apex if you're doing everything you should be doing. If you're focusing on your career, focusing on school, focusing on your job, trying to get into the next level or trying to get a better job or just doing what you got to do with the current job you're at and not quitting. Do not quit. Stick to your task. And when you find something better, you slowly take your bow. This is something I did that I really didn't want to do at my last job. I really just wanted to leave. To be perfectly honest. And if this shit wasn't going to work out. Then I knew eventually I was going to leave anyway. So. It was a gamble. Something that I am. All too used to. So I said fuck it. I rolled the dice. I rolled the fucking dice. Only. Only. Only because. What do I have to lose? I have everything to gain. And now I'm I'm currently at that place, currently at that new job. Not dealing with these fucking problematic people that I was dealing with in the past. And where I'm at now, people really leave me alone. Like I'm not and not in a fucked up way. It's like I say hello, then I start working. <laughs> That's essentially what I do. And I'm and I'm the last person to leave. So it's like I'm in there for the long run. So for me, whatever task I do, if I can't get along with people, I'd rather just stay to myself. And it's not that I don't get along with people here. It's just for the time being. I just want to focus on uh, getting getting to the next level here. You know what I mean? I already know, like, I'm thinking... You know, 2022 is like, what, two weeks away? If that. Is it two weeks away? Don't even fucking matter. The new year's coming. And really starting off the year. And um, just starting off the year on another fucking level, man. Constantly upgrading. Okay. Red pill game is real. The role-playing game called reality is real. Every move we make can raise or lower our XP rate. It can raise and lower our um, abilities and our awareness and our intelligence and in longevity, our wisdom. I, I always knew... For certain, like, if I was going to go into this thing 100%, I was going to do it with uh, a clear head, clear view. Although it does get a bit cloudy, that's just the cushion, the chronic. Um, on a sense of awareness and on a sense of feeling accomplished or on a sense of actually feeling that I have achieved something 
this is something entirely different for me. And even though I am braggadocious when it comes to my meaning and my message, I am very humble for the position and for where I've gotten. I don't forget those things. And I believe that's just a part of my DNA, really. Um, remembering and knowing where I've come from, knowing where my family comes from, knowing the root of a lot of my family, where most people need to go on ancestry and all this other bum, retarded DNA collective bullshit. We're not going to get too deep into that. I'm just saying I know myself, so I'm comfortable in my position of being alone, but I'm also capable of spreading the message and making the message relatable, making it entertainment, and also making it informative so that every side of the board or all around the board, there's somebody who can resonate and who can relate with it. But we're not even going to play no audience. I think we played the intro in the beginning. That's good enough. So until later on today or later on tonight, I'm sharing this right away so you guys will get this before noon. The next episode that I will do will be around 7.30 or 8 o'clock if I'm lucky. And you guys will probably not get that until about 10 o'clock. But in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.